This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dexalytics, what the heck is that? The NFL Combine we know about. But from the School of Kinesiology at the University of Minnesota, they'll present Dexalytics at the NFL Combine. Professor Donald Dengel is in the middle of it because he's spearheading it. Professor, thank you for joining us tonight. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on. Explain what you're bringing to the Combine from the School of Kinesiology at the University of Minnesota. So about three years ago, the NFL switched its uh, methodology for body composition. And so with that, it's, it's a much more scientific, advanced way to do body composition. And with that kind of increased complexity there, we developed a software system to go with that device and so we go to the nfl combine to help them do the body composition analysis but we also help with our software so when the combine every day at the end of the day when everyone is scanned and it takes about four days to scan everybody each day we go back we process all of that information and then relay it to the team so at the end of the evening, they'll have everybody scanned from that day, and they'll have it broken down by position and some other variables that we do for them, and that happens every night. So, so explain to me body composition. You, you said it's changed, changed in terms of what they're looking for, how they go about it. What is it the NFL wants to see? They've changed the methodology. So previous to that, they used a method that was – kind of very old um it wasn't very accurate and it only kind of put the body it only could break the body into total so the total body composition and it can only can do look at either your body was fat or it was fat free mass now we use a newer technology that breaks the body up into three components it breaks it into actual fat again but it takes the one the fat free mass and it breaks it into actual muscle and bone but also, instead of just doing total body composition, it basically segments the body out. So besides doing total, it can do the right arm, the left arm, the left leg, the right leg, the trunk. So it's a lot more advanced as far as being able to specifically break the person down into different components and tell you how much fat is on his legs, how much fat is on his arm, is he symmetrical, is he not symmetrical, things like that. Professor Don Dingle is our guest from the University of Minnesota School of Kinesiology, heading off to the Combine in Indianapolis uh, for body composition studies. You, you know, I'm always fascinated by this. Um, 
I mean, I mean, can are they looking for like? Can you tell if a guy has loose hips or tight hips? How, how intricate do you get? What is it that you can do uh, that that they want to see? Is it range of motion in the shoulder? Is what, what's the limit? It's really more about the the distribution. So, where's where's the, how much muscle do you have? Where is it put down? Is it put down in legs? Is it put down in arms? Is it put down? Do you have a big trunk? Do you have a big gut? Do you have a lot of fat there? Is it, you know, abdominal fat? It can tell you exactly where it is. And, you know, there are, if you look at positions, and so we can tell you running back wise, who's, who of all the running backs, who has, who's the leanest? Who's got the most muscle mass? Is he lower body? Does he carry a lot of that mass in his lower body? Does he carry it in his upper body? Same thing for receivers, for linemen. So if you think about linemen, you know, we always tell people, you know, a defensive lineman looks like a triangle. It's kind of pointed on the top and very heavy on the bottom. And that's a good lineman. A linebacker looks like a triangle upside down. So there's very a lot of weight up top, shoulders, but it comes to a very narrow point around the waist and the legs are usually much smaller. So you have that accent on speed with that kind of a that kind of body build. The other one, the triangle for the defensive mind is more about like a setting. I can hold a point. I have a lot of weight down there. I can hold that area. Um, we can also tell you like, you know, how much of that body weight do they have is fat and how much is muscle. You, you know, you have 200, you have two guys that both weigh 300 pounds. One guy may have, you know, 30% fat. The other guy may have 15% fat. That's a lot more muscle that can do generate power than the person who has all that fat who's the same weight but just not going to generate much power with that fat. Well, let, let's just take, say, the quarterback position. We've, we've all seen guys that are, you know, uh, you can stand two guys next to each other. They're both 6'3 and, and 205 pounds. One can throw the ball 65 yards. The other one can throw the ball 45 yards. C- can you look at that? Can you look at things like range of motion in their arms or, or, or maybe it's even finger length and hand size? Does that come into play in body composition? Not so much. You know, of all the positions that we look at, and we look at every position, quarterback is typically the one that's the most difficult and that is because there's so many other variables that go into it defensive backs you know i can we can do body composition and for defensive backs really those people that get drafted make a team end up on a practice squad looking at body composition you can come within about 83 percent accuracy of who's going to make the team who's not going to really line them Linemen are more down around 63%. So, uh, again, there are other things in there. And quarterbacks are low as well. And, again, it's because quarterbacks have a skill set that kind of is outside of composition. You know, arm strength. Yeah. Reading a defense. You know, if, you can't yeah. throw the ball, if you can't throw the ball very accurately, I don't care what your composition looks like. Okay, it's not but, going to but, be very helpful. Now, now, let's say a defensive back comes to you, and, and you say, based on your composition, you're probably not going to make the team. Is it possible for him to change that composition once he has that information? Is that a difficult thing to do or an easy thing to do to get to the top, you know, 15%? It's you know, difficult. I mean, you know, you look at people, it takes them years, you know, especially an NFL player, it takes them years to get to that build. And 
you know, and muscle is very slow to change. You know, it's hard. It's easy to add fat. You can just go down to the, you know, to the smorgasbord and eat a lot of food and you can put on a lot of fat weight. But what you really want to do is put on a lot of muscle mass. That takes a lot of training. That takes a lot of intense, you know, weightlifting, a lot of that. So it's much more difficult to really alter your composition to great extents. We can make improvements. You know, we do that all the time. You know, a lot of teams have this kind of technology where they'll track their players and they'll put in different different training regimes that they really want to maximize, you know, the muscle mass. And then they'll use this kind of device that we use to check it to make sure they're making, you know, progress with their training protocols. Don Dangle is our guest professor at the University of Minnesota School of Kinesiology. They'll make their way to the combine to, to check body composition for players. So let, let's just say, I mean, would this be advantageous to say a, a college program so that when the freshmen come in, they can say, this is your body composition and, and, and here's the ideal body composition for your position. Now, we understand you're not going to get there overnight, but we'd like you there by your sophomore or junior season. Could it be used that way? It is used that way. In fact, the programs that are, let's just say, doing very, very well in college football use use this technology, and a lot of them have our software. So they're really? they're using this software. They're using this technology. Yes, the very the very advanced programs use this kind of stuff because they understand the the ability to look at players to maximize their training protocols for them to put them in. You know, the diet programs have them work with the nutritionists to try to basically change the composition to what they want it to be. A lot of times you're looking, you know, at freshmen coming in and they'll look at them and say, he really isn't big enough, strong enough. We're going to redshirt him. We're going to put him on our strength program. We're going to have him work with our dietitian, And we're going to monitor that by watching his composition to make sure that he is doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing. And we are kind of fine-tuning that program to make sure we have the right diet as well as the right strength and training program for him. Do you do that as well beyond the body composition? Do you say, okay, if you want to get from, you're here, and if you want to get there, here's the diet and here's the lifts you need to do? What do you do? We, you know, so whenever we work with teams, and we work with a lot of teams, professional and college, we really watch where we're at because a lot of teams will have their own concepts, their own coaches and their own ideas. And for us to kind of say, Hey, we know better than you. We know how to do it. Yep. That usually is not going to work very well. Yep. What we can do is we basically tell them, look, we can tell you if you're making advances, if you're doing adequate changes and you're changing the composition the way you want, if it doesn't go the way you want, then you need to look at your own program and make those changes we're not going to tell you because that's not our area. And that that works a lot better than us trying to go in there and tell them, you're doing it wrong. That's just uh, that's a recipe for disaster yeah, for e- everybody. So even, I think, even if they are, yeah. No, no. Uh, but, but yeah, how, even if they, you know. How about other sports? Do you use this in other sports, or is it primarily football? No, no. So, you know, primarily football, but for a college program, we'll do, you know, Basketball likes to use it. Um, volleyball likes to use it. Track and field likes to use it. Um, certain sports, you know, where composition is key, they will use that. And it's, you know, baseball. We do a lot of baseball. And baseball, you'll look at, you know, baseball is a lot of symmetry. So you're looking at, you know, especially with pitchers, you're looking at right arm, left arm. Is the right arm getting overdeveloped? Is it getting 
you know, too big compared to the other arm. So now they're asymmetrical. So again, asymmetrical can lead to injuries. So it's used in that sense as well to make sure that they're keeping their players, you know, so that they don't overbuild on one side. Now, do you reverse engineer this thing? And what what I mean by that is, do you say, okay, uh, let's say you're entering into the NFL for the first time and you say, we need to show them what the ideal outside linebacker looks like. Do you go find the best outside linebacker in the game, look at his body composition, and then say, there it is, there's the standard? Or how do you arrive at a standard? Is it based on somebody's previous performance or is it based on what? So, you know... I think professionally, we've probably done, you know, maybe 1,600 professional football players. College-wise, I think our database is somewhere around 1,700, 1,800. So, I mean, there's a lot of people that have been scanned that are in the database. Um, and it just kind of... But what we tell teams is, you know, you can use our database, and that works very good for initial if you don't have any database to work with. But teams that use this technology on a regular basis and have, you know, have been using it will develop their own database. So those teams, they get to know what they like, or they, you know, they start to recruit people they like too. So they know we want our left tackles to look like this. We want our guards to look like this. And you'll see it when a team makes a change, too. Like when a team moves from a 3-4 to a 4-3 defense, you'll see that, you know, compositional change in the players that they are using now. And they'll kind of say, well, we need to have a, you know, with a 3-4, our defensive ends are going to look much different than they do on a 4-3. So we're going to have to change the player we're looking for or we're drafting or we're going to recruit to fit our new system. So people that have our system, our software, it will start building and recognizing exactly what you are selecting. And they may not even know they do it. You know, a defensive line coach may just say, I always like this player. Well, you look at the composition. Do you always know that, you know, your defensive linemen have this characteristic sure. build and, yeah. you know, they'll kind of go, Oh, all right. But Where it really comes in is also, if you're looking at free agents, you can bring in four free agents for linebacker, but you only got one position. You can kind of say, you know, this is what our linebackers look like. These three don't look like it. This guy looks like it. Now, Professor Don Dangle is our guest. Uh, he's bringing uh, uh, Dexalytics to the NFL Combine. Could, could you take this on, say, say a 50-some-year-old, uh, I mean, for the sake of argument, we could say very athletic-looking still. Uh, could, could you could you do a body composition on him and say, okay, here's where, where you're going to struggle in the next 20 years. You're, you know, maybe it's your posture, maybe it's your uh, wh- where your fat is, whatever it is. Can you do that as well and extract some information that's valuable, or is this pretty much geared towards athletic performance? Actually, the the methodology we use is actually clinical methodology. So it's often, it was originally designed to measure bone. So the idea came from, I measure your bone density and I can tell you, look, your bones are brittle, your, your osteoporosis, you're going to end up with a humpback or Dower's hump, as we call it. You know, we can look at your bone density. So from that standpoint, I can take a 50-year-old and say, look, your bone density is getting to a point where it's not optimal. Can, and can they do something about do bone things, density or not? Well, there are many things you can do. You know, you can, there's, you know, many drugs that you can take to help you, you know, kind of 
slow that decline down. You can load the bone. I mean, the bone likes to be built when it's loaded, so that's strength training, that's walking, that's things that put stress on the bone. It likes to be stressed. That will help increase your density. You know, strength training where you're loading a bone with, you know, weight also helps the bone. So there are many things you can do. As, and there's also diet things, you know, whether we're taking enough calcium, you know, making sure we have adequate amounts of calcium. Those are other ways. So, yeah, there are a number of ways you can, you know, use this methodology and that it is used clinically for people to say, hey, look, you know, this is where your density is. This is things we need to change for that. You can also look at it as, you know, as muscle. As people get older, they start losing muscle mass. They get, you know, they kind of move into an area called sarcopenia where, you know, you lose too much muscle mass and you're going to have frailty issues and quality of life issues. And you can say, look, at this rate, you're losing a tremendous amount of muscle mass. We need to look at trying to reverse that. Sure. Okay, so last question. Should, should everyone, you know, at least at, at maybe at a certain age, minimum age, maybe you can state what that is, should they try to have this done? And if so, where do you get it done? How much does it cost? Well, you know, so this is the technique we're talking is dual x-ray absorptometry. So clinically, it's, it's done. Often women will get it once they reach menopause. So it's, it, it will be ordered up by a physician often to look at bone density. What we know now is that males also, because we live longer, also have bone density issues. So, you know, I always tell people, it's good to know your composition. It's good to know what your bone density is. It's good to know what your muscle is. It's good to know how much fat you have. We can also tell you if you have a lot of visceral fat. And visceral fat is bad because it brings, it makes you more susceptible to cardiovascular disease as well as metabolic disease. So in that sense, you can really look at people and say, you are trending towards diabetes. You are trending towards you know, having a heart attack or a stroke. So there's a lot of things you can pull out of body composition and use to kind of monitor your own health and also kind of make changes so that, you know, we all want to live a long life. We all want to live a quality long life. Well, how do you do it and how much does it cost? You know, so DEXs usually are have to be prescribed by a physician, but you can get them, you know, if you go into a physician, I want to have a DEXA, They'll have it. They can just order one. Um, you know, so there are a number of places that will do it clinically. There are a number of places that do it non-clinically as well. But again, you know, they'll have to have a physician order. But it's not as difficult as you think to get a physician's order for a, a DEXA scan. So, you know, really the best place to talk to your physician, tell them, you know, I'm worried about my composition. There are other places around the city that also do them as part of, you know, a screening process as well. So, there are those places as well, too. But I, it's usually best to kind of work with your physician and just say, this is what I'm concerned about. Professor Dingle, appreciate it very much. Have fun at the Combine and uh, interesting stuff. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a great night. Thank you for having me on. You bet, Professor Donald Dingle. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.